WNRI's Upfront. The opinions expressed represent those only of the panel and callers and do not reflect the views of WNRI and its owners. Telephone lines are now open at 7690600. And now, let's join the Upfront panel. Good morning, everyone, and welcome. Welcome to the Friday edition of the Upfront Radio Show right here on 1380 AM and 99.9 FM WNRI. It is so great to be here this morning, and I appreciate you being here as well. My name is John Brand. I am your host of the Friday edition of the Upfront Show right up until the 9 o'clock hour. And we have plenty of things to talk about that are going on in the United States of America, in the state of Rhode Island. But we start off the show with some information, some important information, information that I think, and people have said to me, I was getting ready to buy a home. There was a question on your show. It really helped me out. And I said, you know what? That's what this segment is all about. It is the real estate question of the week. And that comes to you from Bob Martin. He's the broker owner of the Crossroads Real Estate Group right here on 329 Park Avenue in Woonsocket. So we have all kinds of questions that come in each and every week, and we just kind of put it on shuffle mode and throw them in a box, come out with one, and see if we can stump Bob. We never stump Bob. He always has the answer. He's the answer man when it comes to real estate. So let's find out, first of all, if he's here on our live line. Good morning, Bob. Are you there this morning? I am, John. Good morning. Jim. Good morning, Bob. And uh, we have a question, so when you're ready for me to fire it off, I'm going to do so. Ready. Okay. Dear Bob, my wife and I have been looking to buy a piece of land to build our dream house on. We have found a beautiful two-acre parcel, but the seller has not done any work on it. He wants to sell it as is and does not want to spend any more to determine if it is a buildable lot. How can we protect ourselves? There is no public water or sewer to the lot. Bob Martin. Okay, well, you don't want to turn your dream home vision into a, a horror lot. So basically, the way to protect yourself is to uh, make it, you know, agree on a price, which is always the first issue, and then make it subject to uh, stipulations. The more the stipulations, the greater the security you'll have. So the ultimate thing would be to say, we're going to buy this lot at this price, but we need to uh, determine uh, that uh, 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 we will close on it when we're able to obtain a building permit uh, on that lot for the home we want. <laughs> now, that's what's going to take the longest. Uh, if there was water and sewer, the, the, the whole process is cut down dramatically. When, when it's a septic and a well, primarily the, the septic, um, what, you, what this gentleman is going to need to do is, in addition to the price of the lot, he's going to have to obtain permission from the seller, which would be something to the effect that the seller gives the buyer the right to enter onto the property with invitees, um, to perform whatever tests are necessary to determine that the lot is buildable and or it's in uh, and, and the next layer would be that I can pull a building permit on the house that I want. Most of the time it gets to the point where the, the lot is determined to be buildable and acceptable to the buyer. By that I mean the first step, which is not very expensive, is you hire a, an engineer type of wetlands biologist to walk the property and determine if there's a, how much wetlands, if any, are on the property. And if that person then says, well, you know what, all the, the, the road frontage on this is, is wetlands, you're going to have to get a wetlands permit, you're going to need a variance, it's going to be expensive, they can walk away at that point. If he says, you know what, where you want to build your house, we've got a clear path from the road. The next step then is uh, you bring in, you hire someone, you bring in a, a backhoe, um, and you do a, a uh, you dig a hole basically, and you do a perk test. You determine the water table, which would, uh, is there a ledge? What's the soil content? That'll determine the cost of putting a septic system in. If it, the water table is, is, is two feet, foot and a half, I mean, you're looking at a $30,000, $35,000 septic system, and you're looking at jacking the house out of the ground. So that 
would be the next step. If they, they're not happy with that, they walk away. Uh, and then the final thing would be that, um, that once all that is done, if they want to go right to the end and, and, uh, and cover themselves totally, they then have the septic design um, done. They can then get an estimate on it. And then they can say, okay, now I have all my permits. There's no wetlands. I can apply for my building permit with the, with the house I want to build. And therefore, and then I will close. Unfortunately, there's some money involved in this. <clears throat> Walking the land, and I, I tell people, layer it. Walking the land and determining that, hey, it's a nice lot. You're right. You're not seeing that. I don't see any extraordinary problems here. That, that's rather inexpensive. You're paying for someone's expertise for a few hours. Um, the next step, well, now you're hiring someone to do a deep hole. That's going to involve a few dollars. And unfortunately, if, if along the way you determine that the property is not suitable for you or is something you don't want, <clears throat> you're, you're not going to recover the money. But compared to the price of the lot, that's all cheap money to cover yourself and to ensure that you can build. Um, the process isn't going to get done in a week or two. Uh, if there's a variance involved, if you, you want to continue with that, that could linger on for, for months. Um, but generally speaking, you don't need a variance. If you, the, that wetlands biologist says, oh, the lot is nice, I don't see a lot of wetlands, or there's wetlands only in the back corner, all this area in here you could build a home on. Um, generally speaking, then, it's a matter of doing the deep hole, um, getting the water table, having the, the DM say that the lot is determined to be suitable. Most people are a builder, that's where they usually will stop. They'll say, okay, it's, the lot is, is approved in the town of Boroughville, Gloucester, wherever. Uh, it, meets all, it meets the zoning requirements as far as frontage, uh, square footage. Secondly, there's no wetlands. Third, that you've submitted the preliminary test and DEM says, yes, this lot is, is okay to build on. Most of the time, you know, you're looking at two to three months for that, and then the, the builder will, I mean, the buyer will then say, yeah, okay, I can move on this. Um, I kind of know everything that's going forward. If you want the ultimate guarantee, you'd say, I'm not closing on this until everything is done. I can submit my house plans, and the town, the building inspector says, yes, you've got a permit to build. That is not the usual way to go because usually the seller doesn't want to tie it up that long. He doesn't know what kind of house you're going to build. doesn't know where you want to build it. But so the usual, uh, and, and I would say you, at that point you're, you're pretty covered, is that you want to, once you get through the perk test and you've determined where you can build, that there are no wetlands, um, someone can tell you this is not going to be, it's going to be an average septic system. Um, so you're not looking at any extraordinary costs. Um, most of the time at that point, that triggers the purchase or the sale of the property. So, but you, if, if, he, if he's buying wrong, and of course it's, it's risk-reward. The, 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 the owner may say, look, at this price, you assume all the risk, you assume all the expenses. And, but if you want something, you, you want to layer this and, and be more certain, no, I'm not going to discount the lot that much. Um, but on the other hand, you know, if a lot is, is discounted a certain percentage and you can't build on it, then what do you do with it? So particularly if, if you're not a builder, you're not exp you know, experienced in this, I would also, I would cover my buyer by saying everything I've said before and I'd make it all subject to that. And if the seller doesn't want to accept that, well, then I honestly, I'd walk away and find another piece of land. I got to tell you, Bob, that sounds like a lot. That's, I mean, I, that, <clears throat> I don't mean that, uh, no pun intended, but that sounds like, a lot to go through to build your dream house, and I wonder, you know, sometimes if uh, if if it's really worth the time and energy to go all through through all of that just to just to be able to uh, build a build your dream house. Well, I think it all, a lot of it has to do with the price of the lot. I mean, you're talking about you know, hopefully buying a lot in what I would say wholesale as opposed to what I would call retail. So most of the time, if the you know if you can buy a lot for fifty thousand bucks let's say it's a couple of acres, or the owner has gone and done all of that and it's what we call permit ready, he may want 120000 for right. that lot. So that determination is, is it worth my investing 
you know, five, six thousand dollars and maybe wasting it, but maybe getting a, a discount on a lot that uh, becomes affordable. To me. So I, it's, it's, a, it's a decision. Yeah, I guess I guess if if you have the luxury of time and you're not in a rush, then that's one thing. But if you're looking to do any of this quickly. I don't think it's going to happen very quickly. Well, oh, oh no, it won't. It won't happen quickly. <laughs> Bob, if anyone has a question about this topic or any other topics, what's the best way for them to get in touch with you? Seven six six seven five four five or myself four seven four three five five six. Bob Martin, thank you. A really interesting question this week. Of course, you had the answer, and we look forward to speaking to you next week with the real estate question of the week. You have a great weekend. You too, John. Bye bye. That was Bob Martin, the answer man. He always has the answers. Nope, can't stump Bob. His brain is like an encyclopedia when it comes to all matters real estate. Well, it's time for our first break here on the Friday edition of the Upfront Radio Show. And when we come back, we have things to cover. And we're going to go city, state, federal in that order. And we'll be right back here on the Friday edition of the Upfront Radio Show on 1380 AM, 99.9 FM, WNRI. So what's in your appetite? At Grumpy's in South Bellingham, their menu is so expansive, we can satisfy any taste. You may want to try a Grumpy Signature Burger. There are 12 to choose from. And if you like seafood, try our broiled seafood sampler of haddock, scallop, shrimp, lobster, and a stuffed quahog to go along. And you might want to check out our Taste of Italy, too, from eggplant, parmesan, spaghetti and meatballs, and many other Italian choices. And you may want to try a Grumpy Sirloin Steak, Filet Mignon, or a Bourbon Street Steak Tip Dinner, all char-broiled to your taste perfection. And we have a nightly menu special and also weekend specials. Kitchen open Friday and Saturday till midnight. Restaurant open seven days a week. It's time to make it a Grumpy's experience today. And remember to head on to Grumpy's today at 12 noon if you're looking for one of those great luncheon specials. You can have one of those luncheon specials at noon today and every day at Grumpy's open for lunch at noon. And remember to check out that luncheon special menu starting at just $6.99. Just when the holidays are over and I think there's nothing more to think about financially. But then February and March always get me thinking about how I got to get my taxes done, get my finances organized, my receipts, my deductions. And I don't just want to walk into one of those stores because that seems not very personal. So I start thinking about getting my tax return done by a CPA. Yeah, a CPA. Just saying it makes me feel better. They have all those years of experience. Most have a master's in finance or accounting. That's the kind of knowledge I need for my taxes. Yes, I'm going to a CPA this year. That makes me feel a whole lot more relaxed. With a CPA, you get a professional with a higher education, more years of training, and a greater breadth of knowledge than the rest of the pack. This tax season, don't trust your finances to anyone less. Hire the best. A CPA. Few prepare as rigorously. Brought to you by Care Kasha, certified public accountants and business consultants. Call 732-8900 for your appointment. Are you looking for a place to work toward your fitness goals in a fun and supportive environment? Elite Gym in Lincoln is a place for you. In business for two years, owner Liz was named Best Personal Trainer in Rhode Island by Rhode Island Monthly Magazine and invites you to schedule a free consultation to discuss your goals and put in place a plan to reach them. With brand new state-of-the-art equipment, Elite Gym provides an energetic environment with educated and experienced coaches who will structure workouts and nutritional plans to help you reach your 2024 goals. Elite Gym offers individual, partner, and small group training. What are you waiting for? Call today, 401-578-0938. You're listening to WNRI's Upfront, a radio internet talk show. Now, let's get back to the panel. And we're back with the panel. The panel is me and, of course, you on this rainy Friday morning. And how do you become part of the show? Well, you give me a call at 766-1380-769-0600-1800-949-9674. You can also email us at upfront at WNRI.com. So, where do we want to begin? Well, I'm going to give you a quick hit that happened in the city. 
just uh, in the city of Woonsocket. And this came up last night. I saw it around 10 o'clock. I had no idea this was out there, but I offer it without comment because there's some other things I want to move on. But just uh, it's newsworthy, certainly. Uh, I saw a story where NBC 10 I-Team scrutinized land deal leads federal officials to visit Woonsocket City Hall. So apparently, uh, Fed officials from the Housing and Urban Development uh, Division of the government came, inspectors came, and did an inspection, uh, a, a uh, interview, and also some information gathering to Woonsocket City Hall. So that's interesting, and obviously that's about what led to the eventual resignation of uh, the former mayor. So we'll see where that goes. I, as you know, I run in legal circles as my, uh, my day job. If I could be a talk show host all the time, I would be. But certainly uh, it doesn't pay very well, as we all know. And uh, certainly at WNRI, and uh, where it pays to listen and not to work, as Tommy Brian loves to say. And I agree with him 100%. I am an attorney. I'm a private uh, counsel. I do criminal defense, and I uh, run in a lot of legal circles. And from what I understand, the issues in Woonsocket are not over. And uh, we see, may see more federal investigation, more federal issues here in the city. So uh, that bears watching, and we'll see what happens there. On a state level, I just want to say I was... Um, Aghast at the utter buffoonery of our good governor yesterday, uh, Dan McKee, when he said that the uh, the the traffic situation on 195 on the Washington Bridge, it it, it you know it, it's an inconvenience, but it only adds 10 or 15 minutes to a a commuter's you know uh, commute. It's only a 10 or 15 minute delay. <laughs> That is nonsense. As someone who transported his kids back and forth over that bridge for a number of years to get back and forth to school, to get back to, to, to deal with to deal with the transportation of being the divorced dad of two who transported his children back and forth over the 195 corridor, over the Washington Bridge, even when that bridge is wide open on both sides, a mere traffic accident can add a half hour, an hour to your commute. It's maddening. And now it's poo-pooed. Oh, it's only 10 or 15 minutes. No big deal. Well, guess what, people? I have news for you. I have it on very good authority that the whole bridge is going to have to come down. Both sides. Both sides. East and west. Are going to have to come down. The Washington Bridge. Get ready for a true Carmageddon. I'm appointed to the Oversight Committee in the House of Representatives, and that'll be very interesting. And I actually, I can't wait for those hearings. Those are going to be awesome. Those are going to be awesome. Well, we have to tear down the whole bridge, and, you know, it's, there's no way we could have uh, foreseen this happening. I can, see, I can hear it now. And then there'll be documents held up. Right here said, you should have known. Oh, it's going to be explosive. But it's very possible, and what I've heard as, as, as recently as yesterday, that the whole bridge is going to have to come down. Can you imagine? But it's only a 10 or 15 minute inconvenience in, in, in your commute. I mean, it's no big deal. It's amazing. I mean, it's just amazing. The way people can be so detached, elected leaders can be so detached to what people have to go through each and every day and poo-poo it like it's no big deal. When you're sitting in that traffic wanting to tear your eyeballs out because you're already 45 minutes late and your car is not moving an inch. It's incredible.
Well, I want to tell you that illegal immigration, and this is where I want to go next. Illegal immigration. And I have a caller on the line, a caller, please don't hang up. Let me set the table, and then we're going to talk about these topics this morning. We're going to stay on topic. We got a short show, and we have important things to think about. So if you want to call, I'd love you to do so, but we're going to stay on topic. Illegal immigration, the invasion at the southern border is coming closer and closer and closer to you. In fact, if you don't think it's an issue for you, if you don't think it's a problem, if you think that you're not going to be affected by it, Governor Dan McKee said he's on the lookout. He's on the lookout for the buses coming. Full of illegal aliens coming to Rhode Island. We can't house our own people. We have homeless veterans out there. But now we're going to take on a bunch of illegals who have nowhere to go. And they're going to end up being treated better than all of the people I just mentioned, by the way. That guy that's on the, that guy that, that, that's at the intersection in, in downtown Providence, the same guy that's been there for a long time that's homeless, he's not going anywhere. He's not getting any help. But the people that pull up on a bus who aren't even supposed to be here, they're going to be given a place to live. They're going to be given a free phone. They're going to be given a stipend. They're going to be given all kinds of things. Well, guess what? It's coming closer. Illegals are now being housed at Logan Airport in Boston in Terminal E. The governor previously asked citizens, Governor Maura Healy, asked citizens to take illegals into their homes. Are you going to take an illegal into your home? Hell no. Sometimes I don't even want people that I know to come knocking on the door, let alone people that I don't know that are going to come living there because they're not even supposed to be in this country. And I'm going to say, yeah, no problem. Go sleep in that room. The sheets are clean. Can I make you a steak? Get out of town. It's not going to happen ever. I'm going to protect my home, not open it. The governor previously asked citizens to take illegals into their homes. Mass is the only state with a right to shelter law, which means the state must provide shelter for anyone who needs it. Okay. Now, we're going to talk about Texas because it's very important. But before we talk about Texas, I'm going to read to you two quotes. Folks, I voted for offense. I voted, unlike most Democrats, and some of you won't like it, I voted for 700 miles of fence. This was a particular politician speaking to a South Carolina Rotary Club in November 2006, touting his Secure Fence Act, a bill that authorized 700 miles of double-layered fence on the border through more than a billion dollars in appropriations. Can you guess who that then-senator was? That's right, Sen Senator Joe Biden from the... Great state of Maryland. I'm sorry, Delaware. Yep, that was Joe Biden. Believes in fences. Sponsored the Secure Fence Act. Secure Border Act. Now, let me read another quote. We all agree on the need to better secure the border. We simply cannot allow people to pour into the United States undetected, undocumented, and unchecked, and circumventing the line of people who are waiting lawfully. Who said that? Then, then Illinois State Senator Barack Obama. No, wait. Then U.S. Senator Barack Obama, I'm, I'm sorry, he was a U.S. Senator back in 2006. So that was U.S. Senator Barack Obama. So the pretend president supported measures against illegal immigration. The shadow president supported measures against illegal immigration. And now they are both ensuring the absolute invasion and destruction of the United States of America through an unfettered invasion at our southern border.
Finally, I will read this to you. This statement. So just so you know, before I read the statement, the Supreme Court ruled that Texas has to listen to the feds and the feds can go in and take down the razor wire that the state of Texas has put up to stop the invasion into the state of Texas. Governor Abbott has defied that order and continues to defend his state against a foreign invasion. And looking at the, 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 the Supreme Court, it's almost like I understand what they're saying. They didn't rule on the issue. They ruled on the supremacy of the federal over the state. However, Governor Abbott believes that during an invasion, his state has the right to defend itself. And they're doing just that. So they've defied that order and they've put up more razor wire. And I also want to ask you if you think this makes sense. Peter Ducey asked John Kirby, the spokesman for the National Security Council, just the other day, does razor wire work to secure the border? Kirby's answer, I don't think so. And that's why we asked for it to be removed. Yeah, I don't think so. I don't think razor wire works. If razor wire doesn't work, why is it surround prisons all over this country? Why does it go up on fences around the White House when they want to make a big show? Why is razor wire an integral part of security measures? But they don't think it works, so they're just going to take it down. Call us this last point, and then I'm going to get to you forthwith. 25 Republican governors have released the following joint statement in support of Texas Governor Abbott and Texas, Texas's constitutional right to self-defense. This is 25 governors. Half of the United States of America's governors have said the following. President Biden and his administration have left Americans in our country completely vulnerable to unprecedented illegal immigration pouring across the southern border. Instead of upholding the rule of law and securing the border, the Biden administration has attacked and sued Texas for stepping up to protect American citizens from historic levels of illegal immigrant immigrants, deadly drugs like fentanyl and terrorists entering our country. We stand in solidarity with our fellow governor, Greg Abbott, and the state of Texas in utilizing every tool and strategy, including, including razor wire fences to secure the border. We do it in part because the Biden administration is refusing to enforce immigration laws already on the books and is illegally allowing mass parole into the United States of America. Because the Biden administration has abdicated its constitutional compact duties to the states, Texas has every legal justification to protect the sovereignty of our states and our nation. 25 United States governors have signed on to that. Folks, the only governor in all of New England that signed on to that was Chris Sununu in New Hampshire. Do you think Dan McKee's going to sign on to that? Maura Healy, you think that she's going to sign on to that? Absolutely no. Absolutely no. I stand with Texas. I stand with those 25 governors. I'm telling you. This thing's a powder keg. We are at the tipping point, people. If you think it's all roses and sunshine out there, honestly, get a new pair of glasses. Things are going to go. They're going to go quick. Be ready. Good morning and welcome to WNRI. Hello? Good morning and welcome to WNRI. Hello? You're on the air. Hi, John. Yes. Uh, this is Rentham calling. Can you hear me? I can hear you. All right, listen. I'm at work because I work for a living, like unlike a lot of other people. Uh, me, my entire family got mail-in ballots, which we did not request. My aunt and uncle and her entire family in Walpole got mail-in ballots, which they did not request. Why is that? 
I've called Channel 7 Solve It and asked them to call me back or reply to me, why am I getting this? I called Channel 5 ABC in Boston as well. Nobody has called me back. Why am I getting this? You're getting these because they're trying to do mass mail uh, elections in the state of Massachusetts. Now, you're in Massachusetts, and we're talking about illegal immigration. How do you feel about uh, the, the illegals being housed at Logan Airport? It's disgusting. At least they're shifting them out of there. However, they're putting their, them somewhere else, which my taxpayer money has to pay for. My daughter goes to the Rentham School, which is it's at KP. King Philip, and, you know, it's Norfolk, Plainville, and Rentham. However, they're shipping a bunch of these in to her school that aren't even in those towns. Well, Maura Healy's asked you to open up your house to illegal uh, aliens. You going to do that? No, I'm not going to do that. I'm going to put up some razor wire around my house. How's that? Well, John Kirby said it doesn't work. Do you think razor wire works? I know. I saw that. It's despicable. What is going on is just despicable. I'm so disgusted with everything. I, I, I work hard for a living, and, and it's just crazy what's going on. I can't disagree. Do you so? Let me ask you a question. Where do you stand? Do you stand with the 25 governors that refuse to uh, back up Governor Abbott, or do you stand with the 25 governors who are supporting Governor Abbott? I'm absolutely with the guys for Abbott. Absolutely. Thank you for the call today. Thanks, Have a great Alma. day. Bye bye. Bye bye. Good morning and welcome to WNRI. Good morning, John. How are you today? Good morning. Good morning. <laughs> um, what I'd like to say is. We have a huge break in the way of thinking with Democrats who have been in charge. They don't want to follow our sovereign constitution. And this leads into all the topics. You know, um, rule of law. Let's look at the bridge. I was listening to Matt Allen yesterday, and a gentleman called who has an inspector background, and he pulled all the paperwork from the DOT, and he was reporting that over the past five years, Although there have been different companies that have inspected the bridge, it looked like it was cut and paste all the problems. And the real problem with that is that there was never anything resolved. There was no paperwork to show that any of those things were fixed. They just kept on being reinspected with the same problems in five years. So my question is, so the paperwork showed the deficiencies year after year without remedy. What is the law and the policies and procedures regarding the inspections and what must be done when a deficiency is found? And who's in charge of appropriating the funds and the people to get it done? I mean, look, Cardi Corporation, I have a, I have a uh, story here where Cardi Corporation was letting them know uh, for five years what was going on. That it, it comes down to... Whoever, you know, whoever built, the, if Cardi is, is, if they're going to go after Cardi for this, then what's going to end up happening is Cardi is, is going to be insured. You know, they've got insurance. They've got, a, 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 you know, Arizona missions policy, and you can sue them. It'll be tied up in courts forever, and we'll figure out who owes who what and blah, 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 blah. But that doesn't do anything. That doesn't help us. We've got a bridge that's got to come down. That's going to that, that more than likely is going to be destroyed and rebuilt. And if you know anything about construction, construction to me is like uh, government and the law. Everything moves at a glacial pace, especially in Rhode Island. So if you think in any way, shape or form that a bridge is going to go up too sweet, there's no freaking way. It is going to be a disaster in Rhode Island, and it's going to be a disaster for years. This is incredible. I mean, it is. this is a failing on so many levels, but it, it's, a, it's a true Rhode Island that people, you know, that people get made money. It, 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 it's people about, you know, connections. It's about who knows who, who got what jobs, what inspectors did this. It, it, it's, it, this is a full Rhode Island more than you can ever imagine. Well, we, we need to look at who, like you said, they're going to blame the company. Well, where does the bottom line, where does the buck stop at making sure that the repairs are done? You know, if the company's not going to do it, 
there's got to be an elected official who appointed somebody who's supposed to be in charge of these things to keep them safe. There's got to be a policy, a procedure, a law, or something that was not followed. Well, obviously, there was plenty that wasn't followed because if you have a bridge that is relatively on the new side, that it has to come down so they can build a, a you know, a, a, a new bridge because the old one failed. That is a failing on every single level, and so that's that's you know that's where we are. But listen, I and have this to seems to happen. This seems to happen everywhere. This happens with any infrastructure that goes up, right? To, you know, to, to to the bridges and the roads and the schools. They have a mentality that, you know, with a school, oh, it's got a 50-year life. In whose books does it have a 50-year life? We don't just knock things down and rebuild them. And, and this is what's happening. There's never any capital improvement um, put aside to keep things up. If businesses did this, they'd go out of business. And so this mentality and, and the way that things are handled somewhere, somehow, we need to change this. Yeah. Because I, I, you know, if my heart, if my house goes in disrepair, I can't just, you know, you know, yeah, I can walk away, and, and, and but I'll, it will cost me in my selling price. But they just feel like, well, we got never-ending um, pot of money with the taxpayers. Well, it's got to be fixed on a lot of levels. But you know, like we said, no matter what, we got a bridge that the a bridge that's falling into the Providence River. Hey, thanks for the call this morning. I appreciate it. Thank you. Bye bye. Good morning and welcome to WNRI. Two statements, John. Number one, I was in the military and I was trained that I am not only not to, but I have an obligation to not follow an illegal order. How is cutting a razor wire and aiding and abetting an, an illegal alien crossing the border not? an illegal order. Number one. Number two, the military, even in World War II, has built portable bridges. Couldn't we get the military to put up a replacement bridge for now, temporarily, until we fix this damn problem? Well, I think that's going to be the answer. They're going to have to bring in something to put up some type of temporary bridge. If they've got to... But just think of the nightmare of trying now to divert traffic off 195 across a temporary bridge, which is going to be the equivalent of moving the ocean through a garden hose and then having to have that bridge there for how long until something new is built? Because it doesn't go quick. You don't build bridges overnight. And so this is, I mean, think about it. It's now what? Now you're going to divert everyone over the Henderson Bridge? You know, still, the Henderson Bridge is then going to fall down. I mean, seriously, it's not meant for that level of traffic. I, I'm going to tell you right now, there's a real problem with that. Because if this was China, I hate to put them up on a pedestal for anything, but if this was China, the new bridge would be there inside of three or four months. That's number one. And number two, what about these um, border agents shouldn't they be refusing to cut this? Well, I think that I think what you're going to find is uh, right now the border agents are actually they are in support of the Texas National Guard, and what could possibly happen is that they could try to federalize the uh, Texas National Guard because they do have that um, that right. The, the federal could could federalize the Texas National Guard, and that remains to be seen. Would would the Texas National Guard, the guys that are putting up razor wire today, start cutting it down tomorrow? I really think you're going to start to see a refusal of the Texas National Guard to follow those orders. And I think that this is a powder keg that's coming. It's very. Th this is a real situation. Uh, this is. You've got half the. But let me just say that this is what happens when you go out and you tell half of the country that the other half of the country are racist. The other half of the country are homophobes and xenophobes and transphobes. The other half of the country that MAGA means you're ignorant. That the other half of the country that believes in the United States of America are actually 
the ones that you have to watch out for. They're the domestic terrorists. When you, when you have a national address and you have the color red in back of you and you have a Marine standing there and you make it look it's straight out of, out of Hitler and then you accuse the other guy of being Hitler, what do you expect? They're creating this. Not, not the people who are the clear thinker conservatives. Not us. And I wouldn't blame, I wouldn't blame Abbott if he succeeded from the Union, seized the nuclear weapons that are stored in Texas, and just said, you know what? Try borrowing our border, pal. Let me tell you something. There's going to be a lot of support for Texas, as they say, don't mess with Texas. Hey, thanks a lot for the call this morning. Appreciate it. Have a good day. You Thank too. You. Bye-bye. We have one caller on the line. Call him and ask you to please hold on. I'm going to take a, a quick last break. Just a couple of messages. So don't go anywhere. Got a couple of emails to read. And I want your thoughts on this issue because this is a big issue. I mean, we are in a state of emergency here in the United States of America. We've got half the country siding with the other half of the country. And that's a problem. And guess what? Texas didn't cause this, but Texas has every right to do what they're doing. We'll be right back on the Friday edition of the Upfront Radio Show here on 1380 AM, 99.9 FM, WNRI. The go-to place for authentic Italian dining is Savini's Pomodoro Italian Kitchen and Bar. Over 20 Italian dishes made to order from our menu or experience our Sicilian-style pizza. Build your own while you choose from your veggies, meats, and cheeses. And, of course, our traditional family-style chicken dinner is offered every day. Savini's Pomodoro on Rathbun Street with affordable accommodations for weddings, birthdays, anniversaries, and business meetings. Close Mondays open Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday at 4, Fridays, Saturdays, and Sundays at noon. For reservations, call 762-5114. That's 762-5114. Savini's Pomodoro Italian Kitchen and Bar, 476 Rathbun Street, Woonsocket. Inviting you to join us at our family-owned businesses, Savini's or Ciro's. Perfect for any event. Soup and salad bar now available. And Papa Savini's famous roasted chicken and noodle soup also available by the 32-ounce jar to take home at Savini's Pomodoro. Today's Friday, last day of the week. Last day you can get that early bird special Tuesday through Friday at Savini's Pomodoro. $11.99 will get you your entree. We'll get you your side. We'll get you a great meal. But that's only from 4 to 5.30, and that's only Tuesday through Friday at Savini's Pomodoro. So if you lose your chance today, don't walk in there at 6 o'clock. And think you can get the early bird special because you won't. Don't walk in there on Saturday and try to get it because you can't. You got to wait till Tuesday. So Tuesday through Friday only, 4 to 5, 30, 30 early bird special, eleven ninety nine. Go check that out today. American-made products. That's what we feature at Waltz Clothing. 837 Cumberland Hill Road, Woonsocket. Open Tuesday through Saturday. American-made, we're serious. Boots from Carolina, Thoroughgood, Red Wing, and Rocky. All made in the USA. Also, American-made sweatshirts. American-made socks. Full-grain leather belts. Boot laces and leather guards and boot guards. And we carry treads, rubber overboots. American-made. So come on in to the place where the workperson finds everything they need. Waltz Clothing, 837 Cumberland Hill Road. Find us on Facebook or if you have a question, 765-7582. Well, here's a question for you from Vern Rainville. Do you have frozen pipes or ice dams causing some damage to your home last winter? Well, this is probably covered by insurance. And did you know that you have two years to file a claim? Call Vern Rainville, the local adjuster that represents you not the insurance company. Vern is a licensed public adjuster by the state of Rhode Island and will work for you to initiate a claim. You can call Vern Rainville today at 484-300-8495 for a free, no-obligation, in-home consultation. All calls are returned in less than 24 hours. You're listening to WNRI's Upfront, a radio internet talk show. Now, let's get back to the panel. And we're back with the panel. That's me and you, so let's get right back into it. Got some emails here. 
from Bob Hey John, instead of signing on to Governor Abbott's attempt to save the country from a foreign invasion, the governor and the AG of Rhode Island are signing on to amicus brief before the, the, the Supreme Court attempting to curtail your Second Amendment rights. Thanks a lot, Governor and uh, AG Nerona. He's absolutely right. From my friend Sandra LaFrance, good morning, John. How crazy is this? Biden is using VA funds for illegals who are being put above our veterans who need help, in my opinion, and probably many Americans would agree, that's unacceptable and unforgivable. He is putting the welfare of people from other countries and breaking the law above our own veterans who served and defended us. In my opinion, psych consults are in order. Beware Rhode Island, here they come. He's absolutely right. John McKee is just like Biden. He will look you in the eye and tell you what you you see clearly is not what you see. That's from Bill. Bill, you're right. You're absolutely right. And uh, what you see is a disaster looming right over the Providence River. Good morning. Welcome to WNRI. Good morning. I don't know if people know, but before our our invasion uh, of these illegals, Germany had something similar, and they at first they welcomed them because we have family there with open open arms. Well, after a while, the crime rate went up. They were demanding they they're not being given enough assistance, so they closed the border down. And now they're really stuck. Their intentions were good, and then when it started here, all I could think of what happened there. And the services given to people that never pay the tax, they're not citizens. And the thing that even gets me area, and I will be going to the state house on this. At, what is our language? English, isn't it? I'm first generation. We learn the language. We retained our own language. But when you go to vote, it's in Spanish. Well, it's in a lot. Of, I think there's, I think there's, geez, I think there's over 10 languages they offer. Well, I think it's a crock. When my, when my family got their citizenships, they went to school. They learned the language. And they were like, well, eight kids, older than very younger. They all got their citizenships papers. I have every single copy. And... But that's, not, but, that's not, but that's not where we are today. That's not what's being encouraged by the government. The government is encouraging you to come over here and break the law and then give you a summons to that goes with that. I'm not joking that some summonses that they're giving to these people are for 2035 for them to report back so that they can be processed. We're, we're, we don't live in a government by a government that is that that is promoting legal immigration they're actually they're 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 promoting illegal immigration it's ridiculous I, i'm gonna ask you i've been doing whatever i can because i feel strong about it but what type of movement can americans do right now uh, of course number one voting if we vote this government and they say oh Washington did such a great job, Biden. Biden doesn't even know what country he's in. What kind of movement? I'll answer that question, and I will say thank you for the call. So thank you very okay, much. I appreciate thank it. You. Bye-bye. What kind of movement can you do? I can tell you. You got to move out of Rhode Island. You got to move to a southern state. You got to move to a state that, that, that you know, doesn't practice this DEI garbage in the schools and believe that you can trans kids and believe that, you know, that you're a sanctuary state and believes that they could take away your Second Amendment right. You got to move to a state that believes in life, liberty and the pursuit of happiness. And if you think that's going to happen here in Rhode Island, you're nuts. It's not going to happen. So what can you do to make it? What, what can you do to change it? It's not going to change in Rhode Island because we're just going to keep electing people that support this stuff. 
Hey, quick programming note. You got two days left to get a Rotary Club of Woonsocket calendar raffle for February of this year. Right now, February is coming up. You got today at the station, tomorrow morning at the station, or tomorrow during the day, actually, that you can come by and get a ticket. $10 per ticket, 29 chances to win to support the Rotary Club of Woonsocket. Got to throw that quick plug in there. That's it. You've got today, you've got tomorrow, and it's over. You can't get any more tickets. So I hope that you will consider getting a ticket while you still can. Come on in and uh, get it at the end right before the raffle begins. Good morning and welcome to WNRI. Good morning. Very quickly, another incentive to move out of Rhode Island is the new program that the Rhode Island is launching. It's a trailblazing food stamp incentive, which tells people on food stamps who are already getting a generous allowance that they will get a 50 cent bonus for every dollar they spend on fruit and vegetables. Now this nanny state is going to tell people how to shop so that they can get more money out of your tax dollars. <laughs> and if that's not enough, we are paying twice for the migrants to come because the United Nations, which is thoroughly, well, heavily supported by the United States, 22% of the full budget, is now paying people in South America to make it to the border of Texas so, so that they can come into this country. So they are getting money, food, and clothing which is why when you see pictures of all these migrants standing in line, they are all well-dressed. This is your tax dollar, and if you don't vote the socialists out, it's your own fault. Absolutely. Thank you for the call. Thank you. I'm not saying that it's hopeless. I'm just saying that people better wake up. People need to wake up in this state and realize what you're voting for. If you believe that Texas should be able to defend itself, if you believe that Texas should be able to put up razor wire, if you believe that the federal government should not be cutting down razor wire and allowing people into this country illegally, then why do you keep voting for the people that, that support it? That's the question. It doesn't make any sense. Hey, listen, that's all the time we have for today. Thanks for listening. Thanks for calling. Thanks for emailing. A quick program note. Tommy Brian here on the Saturday Soapbox, 830 to 1030 tomorrow morning. I'll be off tomorrow. I will be back next week. Same time, same channel here on the Friday edition. I'll be back next Friday to the next Saturday, rather, to the Saturday Soapbox. I appreciate Tommy coming in. Hey, I'm going to be the Rotary president. I got to go to some training. That's what I'll be doing on uh, tomorrow morning while Tommy's here taking your calls and conversation. Thanks, everyone, and I will speak to you soon. This has been WNRI's Upfront, presented weekday mornings at 8 a.m. Upfront is a regular public affairs presentation of News Talk 1380 WNRI Woonsocket.